0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. we also brought to you by the college experience. Get ready for the college football season by tapping into all 131 Division One football teams college previews. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the ante. Yay! sir, we are back with another episode of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Yes, 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 football. Look, you guys know me, you know the voice. It's the guy, really real, Villain Rutz, real from Junior. And I'm here with my co-host, the lovely Scott Studio, Richel. Scott, how are you doing?
1: Doing pretty well, hanging in there. Had a lot of fun going through the NFC East. So looking forward to going through the AFC West. Should be fun. Well, and, a very, you know, very competitive division.
0: Of course, yeah. Of course, they gave us two of the most competitive divisions of all of football. So, you know, we we got to go in here. We got to come with some fire. I, it's a lot of bets. It's a lot of firepower in this division. Dare I say we have four playoff teams? Hmm, 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 you can make hmm, the hmm, argument. Hmm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say three. <laughs> but the point is,
1: we have. I think we have at least three.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be a lot of playoff. Well, we'll, know. we'll see. We'll see. I got some takes on that. Can't wait to get into this slate, but let's just go ahead and start by talking about when bet, because now's the perfect time for new customers to bet $100 to get a hundred dollars free bet. Take that's two bets for the price of one. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out the reduced Juice where you're getting the best odds on all MLB games. Plus, the Winbet Casino is now open 24-7 where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also released their first QB with five touchdown props. We like a couple QBs from this conference. You like Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert who have an early game. Next week, we'll be breaking down that game on our Thursday show of all Thursday NFL games. We're doing that this season, me and you, all Thursday games. So, someone else choose from all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Officer's change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older, and President of State will play The winbet. is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. 4700 we also brought to you by eyes Trader. The best place to compare odds from all the major sports books. Look, they will do all the heavy work for you. All you do is just shop and get the best place that you want to place your bet. Also, they have different sign-up codes from all the different sportsbooks, so you can always make sure you're getting a sign-up deal, promotion, all of that. And they app provides you with player statistics, key game statistics, injury reports, projected game weather. You need all of that for NFL. Don't go without OzTrader during the NFL season. OzTrader.com slash BlueWire is your link odds trader the number one site for all of your game day bets okay let's go ahead and get into this breakdown we're going from worst to first starting off with the denver broncos who are coming into this season now with a win total of 10 plus 270 to win the division eight to one to win no yeah eight yeah eight to one to win the afc And 16 to one to win the Super Bowl. The big splash news that if you've been living under a rock or something like that, or maybe you don't like football, you just came here to support the podcast. One, I appreciate you for doing that. I really do. But Russell Wilson is now quarterback of the Denver Broncos. And for all those years, through all the Aaron Rodgers allegations, Through all the talk, we finally get back to the Denver Broncos team that was similar to before the Peyton Manning reign, where they said they are a quarterback away. Well, now it's put up or shut up. You got your quarterback. He's still in a pretty good portion of his prime. What do you like for this Denver Broncos this season, Scott?
1: I think that they're going to be very solid. Now, the problem that you have to at least address is they have a brand new head coach. And it's not an experienced coach. Now, he did wonderful things as the offensive coordinator for Green Bay. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting him to put in a good system. And I think Wilson should play well. I'm also not going to overreact how Wilson played at the end of last year because he was playing on a messed up finger and clearly came back too early. And as a result, he looked awful. So I'm not going to overreact to what happened there. He was clearly injured, and I do think he'll return to form. I guess the questions that we have to ask for this team, if they were in any other division, I think they would be one of the favorites to win it. But they're listed third because the Chargers and the Chiefs are right there. Do mm-hmm. you think the Broncos are the third best team in the division? Do you think they're closer to first or second? Or do you think they're potentially fourth?
0: I think they're second. Like, I, well, I think they're closer to first. I think they're second right now, and I'm only giving them second because the number one team has shown that they can be the best team through all these changes through the division. But I think they're actually better than the Chargers. I would put this Denver Broncos team better than the Chargers. I don't want to tip my hand into the Chargers preview a little bit too early, but they, if we're talking about a new head coach, and that's really what – our one worry is we always like, this has always been the talk. It's always been that they are a quarterback away. This Denver team is a quarterback away every single time. And so, in what was a down year for them defensively last year? They're normally around a top 12 defense in the league every year in terms of DVOA. they also got and, Randy Gregory. Yeah. And you know, they, they boasted their defensive unit. I always expect them to play. They're going to be healthy this year. I know health has been an issue for that defensive unit over the past couple of seasons. I think that all things are pointing up for the Chargers and is now the fact that they're letting Russ cook. They've come out and say that they're going to let Russ cook and let Russ do his thing. So it's all on the hands of on how good can Russell Wilson play quarterback? How good does he still have that capability to go lead a team and take them all the way because he has all the talent. He has everything needed needed around him. I think that this is possibly the best team in the division. Definitely top two.
1: So the one, I'd say, drawback or the two drawbacks I have with this team based on division, based on not division, based on actual position. The wide receivers, I'm going to at least talk about because Sutton, we saw last year have moments post ACL injury and he looked fine. Judy was a disaster and then he got hurt. And Hamler barely played because he got hurt immediately. Mm -hmm. Do you like that receiver core? Yeah, I do, actually. I don't think Sutton's a one. I think that's the problem. I think Sutton's a two or three. I think he's probably a two when healthy. But him being your one gives me a bit of concern. Judy, I can't call him a bust, but he hasn't been great since he ended up coming into the league. And Hamler has not been great either. So I think the receivers are a problem, but we've seen Wilson make stuff out of nothing. So perhaps he can maximize that, but I'm always bringing up the wide receivers because I don't think that they are that great of an overall unit.
0: Yeah. That's, I think that's the difference because I like the, I like that wide receiver core we've been Well, I've been excited about him for a while and just, you know, injuries have derailed that Jared Judy just somehow doesn't have opposable thumbs to catch the football. And, you know, aside from Judy, I'm, I've been excited about KJ Hamler and I'm really looking forward to see what he does post injury. But Sutton, I think Sutton is a number one, but it's just different tiers of one for me. Like there's that super ultra, what dare I say, even God level tier of what ones do, where you have somebody that can be a one no matter what quarterback, like DeAndre Hawkins. DeAndre Hawkins went through the gauntlet of quarterbacks and he was a one through that whole time. Yeah. I think that Sutton is a one with a good quarterback. I don't think he's a one without one. And so I'm not going to focus on how he looks without a good quarterback from what I've seen on tape and how Sutton plays. And just when he's gotten good quarterback play from the terrible quarterbacks he's gotten, he's been really, really good. So I think Sutton can play to that level. And now that he has Russ, he's going to play to that level. I'm, so just, I really bringing, really like yeah,
1: I'm just bringing that up because that is definitely a question mark with this team Now the offensive line. I'm not that concerned about it. It was an issue in the past. It has gotten better. And we've seen Wilson play with a lot worse offensive lines in Seattle. So I I think Mm -hmm. he'll be fine there. The other question I have with this team is really the secondary. And before I talk about the problems, I do love Sertan. I think Sertan's a great player. I think he's going to be a really, really good corner for a long time. The Mm -hmm. issue is your number two corner is arguably Ronald Darby. (laughs) That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah,
0: no. Yeah.
1: Quan Williams is your nickelback. I'm not exactly sold on the secondary for this team. I do acknowledge that Sertan's good. I think Simmons is a pretty good uh, safety. I think Jackson, he's older. Simmons and Jackson are great. I was going to say Jackson's a little bit older now, but he's still pretty good. So I like the safeties. I like the number one corner. I'm just concerned down the stretch that Darby might get the Eli
0: Apple treatment
1: where they might just uh, only be targeting. um,
0: What's my man's what's my man's for Tampa Bay. Uh, James Dean. Is yeah, it James the James, Dean? Yeah. yeah, the James Dean treatment of just getting picked on every single week.
1: <laughs> that concerns me because I, I do think they're going to try to find the no- matchups against him because I don't think Darby's very good. And I'm sure Eagles and Commanders fans would acknowledge that Darby's not very good. So that's the other question mark I have with this team. But overall, I really like the defense in terms of the front seven. I think their front seven is very good. I watched Josie Jewell a lot in college because he did go to Wisconsin. I thought he was – I sorry, went to uh, Iowa. I thought he was very good at Iowa, so I do think he can be solid there. I like the defensive line with Gregory and with Bradley Chubb. I'm not sure how many games Chubb is actually going to play this year, but he's good <laughs> when he's healthy. And luckily for Gregory, weed's legal in Denver, so he, he should be able to you oh know, do gosh. something there. But I mean, that's been the main issue of his career. It's been weed, oh, yeah. and now that's not really penalized by the league anymore, so Gregory shouldn't have any suspensions which is important to at least mention, but I like the defense. I like the offense overall. The running back core is great with Javante and with Melvin in the backfield. I like this team. Do I think they're going to win 12 games? No, but I think they'll probably win close to 10 or 11.
0: In my opinion, they could
1: win more, but I'm going to give them 10 or 11. I think there'll be some growing pains with a new coach.
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm on the over 10. I'm on the over 10. I just, well, all that combined and yeah, I'm sure there probably would be some growing pains, but I think they, they just rise to the occasion. They have a way better home field than anything else the league is offering with the elevation. And I think the stars have a line for this Denver Broncos team. And where I think that this is going to be probably one of those really good regular season teams competing for a division spot. And then we may get into the playoffs, and then that's where you know some of the play calling, some of all those little things may come hiccup in the playoffs. But I I like this demon Broncos team. And I think that, but this is this is getting juice because it's such a competitive conference, and everybody is just automatically taking Justin Herbert and the Chargers over majority of the conference. Watch out for the Denver Broncos. I think they. I think they can be a 12 point team. That that's that's. And they be... could.
1: I'm just picking to finish slightly below that.
0: Yeah. So we're both on the over there.
1: I'd rather we... take an over nine and a half juice if I could find that option within mm-hmm. reason. I'm not laying one seventy, but if it's one fifty or lower, I'd rather take the over nine and a half than ten flat. Yeah. Because I think this team should win ten games.
0: Um. Any player props or anything like that you're interested in
1: Uh, For the player props, uh, it's it was a little bit tricky because I had a couple that I liked, but I saw the book actually pulled them down. So now I'm going to have to try to see if I could find something else at the last minute. Are you a fan of any Javante Williams props, or do you believe that they let Russ cook, or do they still, res- do they still have some type of attachment for
0: Melvin Gordon? So let's go reverse order okay. because I like those takes a lot better. I don't think there's any attachment to Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's come out and said Javante's the guy. They he well, should be. He's a lot better. More touches, yeah. So I think Javante is the guy. I think that Russ Cooks is dependent on Javante being the guy <laughs> because when what does Russ do and where does Russ really, really cook you? So on the play action, it's when he has a strong run game. And he just he just has to come pick you apart in spots, but he can he can rely more on his run game, pick his spots very very well, get you overcommit into the run, and then beat you over the top. So, all in all, yes, I think this is a really good for Javante Williams. I'm going to go ahead and take his over rushing prop. 949 and a half rushing yard. I really do think that this is a thousand yard breakout season for Javante Williams
1: or 17 games as well. I mean, that just seems seems
0: a little low. And I know why it is low compared to other starting running backs, And it's because Melvin Gordon is there and Melvin Gordon is going to get touches. One, I don't trust Melvin Gordon's health. Two, I think that Javante is just going to handle majority of this workload. And so where it was more of a 55-45, 60-40 split, something like that. Really 55-45 last year. It should be like 70-30. Yeah, it's going to be 70-30 this year, 100%.
1: Plus, Gordon, we know, is fumbling issues, and he could easily end up in the doghouse halfway through the year. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But uh, I am going to go to the receivers. Uh, I do like that prop, but I am going to go back to Courtland Sutton. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the over. 950 and a half receiving yards. Mm Mm-hmm. I questioned how good the overall receiving core is. Having said that, we know that Wilson wants to air it out, especially via deep ball. And that's what Sutton's specialty is. Sun has been known to be a guy who can go up and get it. We saw it against Jacksonville last year where he went for like 150-something yards early in mm-hmm. the year. I do think that his numbers last year, putting up 776... Wasn't that bad considering the fact that once again, he had drew Locke and a couple of really awful quarterbacks there. And he had a lot of really good numbers early in the year. He had two separate 120 plus yard games in about the first five games of the season. And then in the back half, he was absolutely useless because Denver was experimenting at quarterback and they tried to run the ball more. And there were a lot of question marks, but the point is I don't really trust any other receivers on the depth chart. I know Sutton, has the talent to easily go over a 1,000 with Wilson, throwing him a bunch of deep passes. And Wilson is probably the best deep pass thrower in the league. Yep. And Sutton had a one injured year because of the ACL injury. That's the only year he's ever missed a game. He's played in every other game besides the 2020 season. He played in every game in 2018, every game in 2019, and every game in 2021. So he's mostly durable. But with Wilson at quarterback... I got to assume the number 1 receiver gets over a 1000. I think 950 and a half is too low. I'm going to take the over on Sutton. All
0: right, yeah. I'm with you. Uh I'm trying to look anything else. I don't future-wise? really see much to be honest. Yeah. I, you? I I mean, honestly, everything is everything I'm on for the Broncos is contingent of them winning. I like the over. The over 10, I like them plus 270 to win the division. And I, I'm not really going into the playoff run. I don't. I'm not just ready to get behind them and a rookie head coach in the playoffs. But I think that how this schedule sets out for them, they have a really good chance to go and not only be a really good team, but be one of those teams that went from worst to first in divisions.
1: Well, you're looking at the start of the season. If they don't start two and zero, they should be embarrassed because they play yeah. Seattle on the road and they play Houston at home. They should be two and zero. Then yeah. they reach a difficult portion. They play the Niners, they play the Raiders, they play the Colts and the Chargers, which is difficult. But then after that, you play the Jets at home, the Jaguars, the Titans on the road. The Titans, we don't know how good they're going to be, so we'll see what happens there. The Raiders at home, the Panthers, they could have all five of those games. Yeah. And then you go down the line, they do have a difficult stretch to end it with the Ravens, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, and Chargers, which is just absolutely brutal. Brutal.
0: brutal. But you get the Chiefs and Chargers to end the year. That's
1: I think they could great. win a couple. I think they're probably going to split in division. Mm-hmm. So I think they could win enough out of division games there. But I do think 10 sounds about right, which is why I'd rather lay it with nine and a half. But I'm not touching the Wilson props because I do wonder what the balance is going to be with the ground game. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to touch the actual numbers. I'd rather take Sutton because I think he'll be Wilson's favorite target. That's kind of how I'm going with it.
0: All right, let's get to the next team. We have Los Angeles Chargers. Win total set at 10.5, plus 220 to win the division. 7-1 to win the AFC, 14-1 to win the Super Bowl. They bring in J.C. Jackson. They bring in Khalil Mack, bolster that defense. The defense is expected to be one of the best defenses in the league. The
1: team on paper
0: is so damn good. So good, and that's why... My first bet to give out is Brandon Staley, first coach fired at sixty six to one. Sixty six to one is a hell of a price. Now, I well, let me say this: I got in at sixty six to one a couple of weeks ago. This might have dropped. I need to go look at an update line. For that.
1: I'm assuming it won't be
0: anywhere below like forty to one. Yeah, it can't so. not that much. So let me let's talk to let, like let's talk this out. Because if Brandon Staley was the head coach of that team for maybe four or five years by the course of last year, he would have been fired yeah, for them not making playoffs. He would have been fired. His decision making, whether it was him or his coaching staff, his decision making ultimately led to them missing, losing that game against the Raiders that they could have tied and both went in losing that game against the Raiders. It was also a miracle they even got to overtime because
1: Herbert had that 20-something play, six-fourth down conversion drive. Yes. They shouldn't have even made it to
0: overtime. That's a separate story. I think Justin Herbert has made Brandon Staley like a better coach than what he really is. He's had a lot. Like, we sit here and we get on what Mike McCarthy's coaching habits have been and his questionable calls. Brandon Staley has some really questionable calls in the NFL, man. Like there's really times where you're like, are you serious, Renisdale? Like you're going for fourth down here.
1: That was the Raiders game in the final game of the season. He went yes. for a fourth and
0: one in his own like thirty yard line. And yes, and it's just, oh man, I don't know. And the the scene after the game of Austin Eckler talking. I can't remember who he was talking to. He was talking to a Raiders player. And he was like, "Oh, oh, y'all were just gonna go for the tie." He was yep. like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh no, for real? Like, yeah, yeah, we was just gonna go. For, like, we weren't gonna go for the win until you did that." So, here's where my because everybody thinks that the Chargers are just gonna automatically be good. And my my pushback to that is one: somebody in this division has to be not as good as the other teams. Because I um I said I teased it in the beginning. I don't think we have four playoff teams in one like somebody's going to be down
1: i think we have three i think it's yeah either i think two or it's
0: a, I think it's a good a good chance for three you're locked in at two a good chance for three no way at four
1: yeah that's how i see it
0: the chargers have been questionable not only with play call but just the high expectations for a team that one just got together two Are we 100% certain that, you know, Justin Herbert is a really, really good NFL quarterback, not a really, really good fantasy quarterback? Are we 100% there yet? Because if we think about it, he had the same, pretty much the same body as work. The same body of work as a guy, you know, the King of the North, Joe Burrow, and it's a big difference from what Joe Burrow did last year and what Justin Herbert did last year, even though Justin Herbert was amazing fantasy quarterback. So I think the jury's still out on Herbert. I don't think I'm hundred percent convinced he's a really, really good NFL quarterback and he's just not a super great fantasy option. I I'm going under this win total under 10 and a half. I think if there's a down team, it's the Chargers. I think they, if they start off this season rough and things don't like aren't hitting the fan like they thought it was, they're going to get Brandon Staley out there early. I think this is one of the teams that said that they may be connected to Sean Payton coming out of retirement. I like, I think that th- this could be a year where the Chargers disappoint everybody's on the chargers. And I think there's a larger than not possibility that even though they may have a solid season, it's going to be disappointing by the standards that everybody has put on the chargers. That's for
1: I think that a lot of the chargers win totals, we see it in college a lot, or even if you take a full season number, you have some teams that are easily determined in the first three weeks of the season. Like, mm-hmm. you can take a team total of, like, three and a half, and if the team somehow loses to, like, Northwestern or somebody, you're like, oh, I'm just going to cash this in, like, three months. Like, it's yep. a done deal. I just got to wait for the actual games to be played. Yep. The Chargers are going to be in that boat for me. Because you look at their first seven or eight games, and I think they really need to start five and two. I, I think they have to. You look at their schedule. They play the Raiders week one. It is mm-hmm. at home. Then again, I'm assuming you're going to see a lot more Raiders fans. than Yeah, Chargers that's
0: what I was saying. Is that even a home game? That's for not the even Raiders. a home game.
1: Especially the Raiders, because I know that you know some people are still annoyed they left Oakland, but they still have a lot of fans. They'll travel they well. They have a
0: huge base in
1: L.A. Like, that, LA, base in LA is more,
0: yeah. that L.A. base is more Raiders than it is Chargers.
1: Yeah, and for that reason, I do think they're, they could be an upset alert in Week 1. They play the Chiefs on the road in a night game on Thursday night. I'll take the Chiefs in that one. They play the Can't Jaguars. They play the Ch- the Jaguars. They play the Texans. They play the Browns with Jacoby Brissett. They play the Broncos at home. They play the Seahawks at home. They play the Falcons. I really think the Chargers, in order for them to go over this, they have to lose two or fewer games in that stretch. I think they're going to lose to Kansas City, but if they beat the Raiders and the Broncos, watch out because this team could potentially start off the year like seven and one or eight and one. And it might be that good of a start for them. Now, am I picking them to start 7-1, 8-1? No, I'm not. I don't trust Staley because when there are close games, and we even saw it early in the year, because the Chargers against the Chiefs, when they won earlier in the year, they gave the Chiefs the ball back by scoring a touchdown instead of kicking a field goal with no time left. And they gave Mahomes the ball back with like 40-something seconds left And they got away with it. But the point is, Staley's made a lot of really dumb decisions late in games. And I think they're going to make games more difficult for themselves than they need to be. We also saw them get their asses kicked by the Texans at the end of the year. That was extremely concerning. Yes. So they've had a lot of serious letdown spots. And since I do think the Broncos get to 10 or 11, I'm going to agree with you. I think the Chargers are going to be a team that starts off very quickly and then fades down the stretch. But if they start off relatively slowly, this team's going to really, really hit code red, potentially before the bye week. I think they got some problems, but for a team total or a win total of ten and a half, 10 and I am going to go with the under because like you, I love the team on paper. I think they're absolutely loaded at basically every position. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much Khalil Mack has left in the tank. That might be Arizona Cardinals, J.J. Watt, fool's gold. We'll see what happens there. Because I don't I don't really know what Mac has. Do you know what he
0: has? He's injured every year. Yeah, no, I, I actually don't remember all the injuries. <laughs> that's the funny thing. So I so don't really that's trust how injured he'd be. The point is, I think Mac's
1: a bigger name than actual player at this point in time. So I think it's an overrated acquisition. But I love the offensive line, what they did with it, picking up Zion Johnson in the draft. The receiving core is solid. The running backs are good. Herbert, I understand your points and your complaints because he does make a lot of mistakes. He kind of reminds me of Detroit Stafford. Can I say that? Yeah, I like that. I like that comparison. Huge arm, couple of questionable throws in there. Yeah, some sacks. You know, I think that there are some flaws to his game. He's still very talented, obviously, but with the coaching concerns and how good that division is, if the Chargers went two and four in division, or even one and five in division, would you really be surprised? Because they basically play six road games.
0: No. They basically play six road games. Nobody shows up at their home games. And like, not to mention that, but they also have a game towards the end of the season against the Rams. That's another game. That's just not going to be a home game for them. It's it's a home game on paper, but it's not going to be a home game for them. So you outside of, I think you're going to get a big fan base of all the other teams there. And it's not good. It's just not a good home atmosphere.
1: Do the Chargers even have a home game against Seattle? Because Seattle travels
0: well. Are they actually going to have majority? Because I don't think they're going to have the majority of fans in the stadium. I just think that the Chargers are the team that everybody goes to because they're in the nice location. So they say, hey, if we want to go to see our favorite football team play, we might as well go to L.A. and watch them play. I mean, there's going to be tickets because it's the Chargers. Like, <laughs> they're just that that random team that everybody goes to their games because they get cheaper tickets there.
1: I mean, if you I, want a comparison, I, I, you're mentioning attendance and how people go for the games. If you want to talk about the talent compared to the actual fan base, they're the Tampa Bay Rays.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, nobody goes to their games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, nice. for
1: home fans especially. Um, the Rays were a playoff team. They made the damn World Series a couple of years ago, and nobody cares. And the Chargers could be good. They could make it to the playoffs, and they maybe could even make an AFC title game. Does that impact the fan base? No like I don't think anybody no matter how good this team is would voluntarily go to Charger games because they didn't have a great fan base to begin with and they left a lot of fans in San Diego. I mean nothing's really changed, nobody goes. So yeah. when it comes down to their home games against winnable team against awful teams like Seattle, I think Seattle's going to have at least 50% of the fans in the in the stadium. <laughs> so they could be upset at home. That's a problem. So I like the under. I, I think they're going to be close it's really going to come down to the first two months in my opinion for this win total, mm-hmm. but I'm going to lean under. I think Staley's going to cost them a game or two. They should win. And I think they'll probably finish with uh, nine or 10. I think they'll make the playoffs, but if you want to take a long shot, picking them to miss the playoffs, I think is actually a pretty good price.
0: What, what was that price?
1: Oh, uh, let me see if I can pull that up. Hang on a second.
0: Yeah. Why are you looking for that? Uh, I mean, Justin Herbert, when I talk player props, Justin Herbert's just so inflated that I, I just don't feel inclined to take anything. I, mean, I would I'm lean under on Eckler, actually. Uh, well, I was talking about Herbert. No, percent.
1: I know you are. Yeah. No, I'm saying I, I'm with you. I don't really have anything on Herbert. I just think that his numbers are kind of where they should be, but
0: you don't really know what to expect. It's because he's. A, I know he's a really good fantasy quarterback. He will put up the stats. Do yeah. I think that will amount to wins all the time? No. But he can, he can absolutely put up the stats.
1: So you mentioned Herbert. That's why I kind of pivoted to Eckler because I don't really have any thoughts on the Herbert props. I think they're mm-hmm. where they should be or they're too unpredictable. I am leaning Eckler unders because he stayed relatively healthy last year, and that has mm-hmm. not always been the case. They also drafted Isaiah Spiller, who this organization really likes a lot. And if you look at who the backup options were in previous years, you had Jackson, who was injured half the time. You had uh, Roundtree, who was atrocious. You didn't. Have, you had Kelly, who wasn't very good. I think Isaiah Spiller is actually a very solid backup running back. And I do wonder, with the durability concerns, if I think Eckler is going to either get less work to, to keep him healthy or if he gets hurt again. I am leaning towards Eckler Unders. Thoughts?
0: No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. That buys in. I like Spiller. Pretty I, well. him at, I, I watch him at Texas A&M. I... He's good. I'm just not really I don't know, maybe it's because I'm down on charges. I, nothing... I don't like
1: many props for this. Yeah, game, nothing
0: but... nothing really sticks out betting-wise for me. Do you
1: like the under That's... on Bosa expecting him to get injured
0: for sacks? Uh, <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> him or,
1: or Mac to be honest. I, I would take the under on both. I don't think I don't I don't think both of them go over their sack prop.
0: Mm-hmm. I think one
1: of them is injured by week four.
0: Let's see. Uh, do you have a missed playoffs for this team?
1: Uh, yes, I see missed playoffs at around plus
0: 160.
1: Oh, yeah. Give me that.
0: Give me that all the way. Plus 160 missed playoffs. That's my favorite bet for this team. Absolutely. I think it's a good value play. Yeah, very good value. I understand why it's so high. But I think there's I think it's more often there's more chances than not that the other teams play so well and kind of, you know, force this team on the outside. And they can very much be like two and four in the division. All right. Let's before we move on to our other two teams, we got to get paid. And so I'm going to talk to you about, oh, when I get it pulled up, Sleeper, because it's the fastest fantasy growing platform, millions and millions of players around the world. NFL season's around the corner. And now Sleeper, you can have the ultimate fantasy football experience with the contest in the app, because you can select the over-under props for your players in in app, put them into a contest that wins two to 20 times the amount of money that you put in. Plus, they have a cool chat feature where you can hop in there, you can copy our picks, we can copy your picks, we can all win together. Sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGP for your first deposit match up to $100, and get into our SGP chat. We're Also, talk to you about trade coffee. Look, trade has some of the freshest coffee beans you've ever had. And it's gonna be because they personalize the bag to you because they have a quiz. You take the quiz and they will personalize a brew of coffee. How to your tasting based on how you answer the quiz? Go to drinktrade.com says so SGP to take that quiz and also get a $30 off your first order for new subscribers, plus free shipping as well. So, drinktrade.com slash SGP for your $30 off. All right, let's move into the next two games of the slate. We have the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Eight and a half is the win total. Six to one to win the division. 15 to one and win the AFC. 30 to one to win the Super Bowl. Devontae Adams is now a Raider. Josh McDaniels has come over, taken over as head coach from the Patriots. This is, you know, head coaching stint number two. Gotta got to get Chandler it right Jones. this time, Josh. Got to get it right this time.
1: Got Chandler Jones.
0: Yep, Chandler Jones coming in. I will say this. I think complete as a complete team. There is nobody who has gotten better from last year and this year than the Raiders as a whole complete team. I think this eight and a half is criminal. Because this team, just because they are they may be projected to be last in division doesn't mean they're not a really, really good football team. And this Raiders team looks to be really, really good. I think that Derek Carr now with a number one, like a huge number one option. And now if you look at that receiving core, whoo, slow down. They're a little stacked there. You got Waller the baller. You got Devontae Adams. You got Hunter Renfro, the 10-year Clemson vet. I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders' outcome this year. And if we're in a conference where we think all the teams are right next to each other, why am I not taking a shot on a team that's 6-1 to and has probably just as good a chance as anybody else to win the division?
1: So for the Raiders, Eight and a half at first glance does seem low for a team that made the playoffs despite switching coaches midway through the year and having a bunch of adversity. And they got Devontae Adams and they got Chandler Jones. So automatically, people are going to like the over. I think it's a trap play. I'm going to take the under. Hmm. I I just think they're the worst team in the division. And I don't know how much of last year was a fluke. I'll ask you that. I'm not taking away because even if it's a fluke, he still had to win the games he needed to win. I felt like a lot had, a lot went right against the for the Raiders at the end of the year. It felt like a lot of bounces really went their way. And I'm curious if you by any chance think last year was a fluke or not. They did get better, but I have to,
0: mm-hmm. I do want to ask you that question. No, cuz I think the Raiders are a good football team. Okay. Like that I I think the Raiders are a good football team. I think Derek Carr is a I think I could say he's a uh, I would say he's good. Yeah, I would say Derek Carr is a top good quarterback. twelve
1: quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, like he's in the back half of that for sure. But he's top one of those guys. Yeah, he yeah he's definitely definitely up there. And when the offense all is clear to him, when he has his weapons, he's able to take you know have the time in the pocket. He's able to do really really well. And so, and there's a reason why Derek Carr has made it through all these different coaching regimes and and Las Vegas you know all these different coaches have come through and all of them have still stuck with Derek Carr because they know the talent is there and defensively was the question for me but when this team is healthy and you just kind of look around and I'm looking at this defensive core and I'm like whoo, we they got some hitters in here they got some hitters in here they got they this could be one of the best defenses in the division and so
1: well, I haven't asked, though, since you just brought that up, who exactly do you like on the defense? I know you obviously like Max Crosby. You obviously like Chandler Jones. Yeah. Chandler, went, yeah. Wait, what if Go Perriman ahead. went healthy is a, a good linebacker? You like somebody else on that defense?
0: Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that secondary. I think that the secondary really? isn't. Yeah, because I don't think that the second I think the secondary isn't getting credit because you because just name value But I think that under Patrick Graham, because I've known what Patrick Graham was able to do with that Giants defense last year and how there was nothing, especially through injuries, there was really nothing. And he got them to play up. And if you talk, you look through camp and what they're saying all camp, they're saying that one of the underrated spots that is really, really good for this Raiders team all camp has been this secondary. And when you think, I mean, you have Rockus Sim, you have Jonathan Abram, who is a little bit up and down in terms of play, but when he's out there, he can be a force to reckon with.
1: I, I think Abram's a bad player, but we can agree to disagree.
0: Yeah. It, I like Morig and Nate Hobbs has been the best player that's come out of camp for them. And I think that he can sneakily be a really, really good corner for this year. I think that this team is going to play a team defense style of ball under Patrick Graham. I've seen Patrick Graham be able to get a, pick, a group of average players and have them play up defensively and be a near top 12 in defense in the league. I think they're going to be somewhere in that, you know, 10 to 13 area, this Las Vegas Raiders team. I I like their chances. I like, I like the defense. I think the the front line and what they've gotten out of Lester Cotton coming back. And now he's looking like one of those starters in the NFL again and then add the weapons. I think that they're going to do enough where they're going to win a bunch of football games out of conference, and if they steal a couple of these in-conference games, they're going to fly over this one total.
1: I'm going to win with the under, personally, but you're high on what you've seen from camp, from the Raiders' secondary. I still don't like the secondary, especially against the wide receiver cores in this division. I don't think their safeties are that good. Morick's okay. I'm really just anti-Abram. Besides the fact that he can't stay healthy, he's a hit for safety who can't cover anybody. And I wouldn't surprise me if he gets shifted into some type of hybrid safety linebacker role. Mm-hmm. But he gets hurt every year. So I, I don't know if I trust him to stay healthy anyway. But I mean, if Hobbs turns out to be good, sure. Uh, Mullen, I've seen plays. OK, I guess. But I don't like the secondary. The linebacking core is OK. I do like the defensive line a lot but I'm going to lean to the under because I do think that eight and a half seems a little bit trappy and I'm going to go with the under. I think they'll go seven and 10, in my opinion. Oh, uh, but we also didn't talk about the big elephant in the room. Do you like McDaniels
0: as a coach? I think that's, that's, that is the big elephant. And that's what I was going to talk about because you can play yourself out of this division by trying to play to the strengths of the division. All four teams in this division love to throw the ball, air the ball out. I was asking, loves- do you like
1: McDaniels? Yeah, no, but
0: that, but this is get what I'm getting to. To be successful, you have to be able to go against the grain. That's why I think that the Broncos can be successful because they have a strong run game and they can lean on it. And if you lean on your run game, you can win win the games in this division instead of trying to airmail the ball against everybody. McDaniels just kind of gives me the guy of like, oh, no, nah, we throw the ball. So I don't care who we're playing against. We're going to throw the ball and we're going to air the ball out. And if you try to play that game against the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos, you're probably going to lose. Like, you're probably going to lo- lose that, that match. You're going to win sometimes, but you're going to lose more often. And I think you have to have a strong coach that's able to say, hey, I know what we do really, really well, and we're going to continue to do that, but we got to put some focus on the, the running the football against these teams and making sure we control clock, we keep the ball out of their superstars' hands, and we give us the best chance to win the football game. I don't know if, I don't know if Josh McDaniels is, that level, is ready to do that yet, but it's going to it's gonna be a we see. We've seen people that have gotten second stints as head coaches and been really good. So maybe this is a way of the tide turning for Josh McDaniels.
1: Maybe, but since there's uncertainty with it, I'll take the under. Right, the thing is, we have a couple of unproven coaches. Hackett hasn't been head coach before. Staley, we've seen for about a year. We're not that impressed. Do you think McDaniels is the worst coach? Coach in this division, or do you think that he's like still better than Staley? But I don't know how to grade Hackett. That's the problem. There's a lot of question marks. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I was like, I'd rather take the question marks with McDaniel's and Hackett before taking Staley. Staley's shown me that he can be bad. I don't know. Maybe Hackett and McDaniel's are good. I'll just I know it's definitely Staley for me. But okay, player props. We ain't talk about player props. You got player props or any other season long bets? Anything else for the Raiders?
1: Uh, I think I'd blindly be looking at Derek Carr touchdown passes.
0: Oh, wow. And I'll match your Derek Carr touchdown passes with Javante Adams touchdown receptions.
1: Okay. We'll stack those.
0: Yeah. I, 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 that was, you know, I, it's just going to be a big target. And we've seen this Raiders team in the past, maybe it changes with McDaniels. Just not look at Der- Darren Waller, <laughs> not look at him in the red zone. Like, don't even look his way and not give him the touchdown. So, I mean, if you're not giving it to Darren Waller, I'm gonna assume all the touchdowns are going to Monte Adams, and I mean, I'm fine with that. I'll take a season one bet on that.
1: Car's number for touchdown passes a 29 and a half, juice to the over slightly. I still like that. I mean, you're looking at, of course, you know, two passing touchdowns per game. He ends up with 34, but. I just think that the ground game's a question mark with this team because we saw Josh Jacobs play in the Hall of Fame game with the, with the scrubs. So I'm not sure what exactly the game plan is for the running backs moving forward. Is Amir White going to be the running back? Maybe. But we saw in the old cut,
0: regime... They just cut uh, King and Drake like,
1: today. They, well, they should have. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we saw that coming a mile away. But the point is, we saw the previous regime really insist on getting josh jacobs a bunch of goal line touches mm-hmm. i don't think that's going to be the case because i think jacobs might start the year in a committee and i'm not sure what the situation is going to be for goal line but when you have Devonte adams who's been one of the best one-on-one coverage monsters one-on-one coverage breakers in the entire league for the last couple of years and you have waller and you have renfro you have a lot of options i think i'll go over this number. They might even air it out to Adams, as you said before. But I just think this number is too low because of how many weapons they have. So I'll go with the over there for cars, passing yards. Let me just pull that up quickly. Um, I'm leaning over there as well. I am curious if McDaniels ends up, you know, using a little bit more balance offensively. But cars at four thousand four hundred fifty and a half passing yards Mm -hmm. He had over forty eight hundred last year. And now he has Devontae Adams. How do I not like the over?
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you there. So I'm on the over on Carr. I think Dark Derek Carr is a dark horse MVP candidate. I think if this team's good, it's probably going to look really, really good on Derek Carr. And we've seen him be in that contention for MVP before.
1: It kind of has to be, right? I mean, you're not going to invest in Devontae Adams and all these weapons if you're not going to let Carr loose.
0: Yeah, and... With that being said, and also the fact that Josh Jacobs played in the Hall of Fame game, give me the under on Josh Jacobs rushing prop yeah. under 750 and a half rushing yards, minus 115. I no, I'm I'm not no, no. They cut King and Drake. I they're not committed to giving Josh Jacobs a long term contract. You have the new guy, Zemir White, who's looked really, really good thus far, come in in a team that I don't think is gonna run the ball that often. And Jacobs gonna, is
1: injury-prone.
0: Yes. All of that matches in for, yes, I like an under on Josh Jacobs. I like an over 10.5 for Devontae Adams, and I think that was at plus money, too. Give me the over 10.5. Uh, yeah. I think Zamir White's
1: going to be a best ball demon,
0: personally. Yeah, definitely. But. Love Zamir White in best ball. All right. That's about it for the Raiders. Let's move over to the last team in the division. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, and I will – Again, start another season as the president of Patrick Mahomes fan club. Shout out to my guy Pat Mahomes. Just so I'll just go ahead and start that saying now so everybody knows who my bias lies when we when we talk Chiefs football.
1: By the way, uh the Raiders to miss the playoffs, minus 195 to
0: make the playoffs plus 150. I'll buy in on it. Just throwing that out there. I'll buy in on make the playoffs. I think okay. this is a 10 a 10-win football team. Okay. Chiefs over under set at 10 and a half plus 160 to win the division 5 to 1 to win the afc and 10 to 1 to win the super bowl tyreek hill is gone he is over there catching balls from who throws him a more accurate ball to attack a viola and now you have juju smith schuster you have marquez valdez scantling you have sky Moore. You have Isaiah uh, Pank. What's it? What's it? How you say his name? Pacheco. Pacheco. Pacheco, Yeah, Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco, who is supposed to be the next great Chiefs player, apparently. Well, they don't have any good running backs who
1: have shown anything in the past. They got Ronald Jones as well, so they might have a thunder lightning situation. But Hilarion has not worked out, and I'm happy they've pursued alternatives.
0: I think. I think Pacheco is the next Darwin Thompson, to be honest, but we'll see. We'll see. I just think, I don't know. It's giving, it's giving Darwin Thompson hype. Maybe I have a bad taste of Darwin Thompson. I just like they have
1: options because Hilarion, I don't think is it.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's just the fit. I think that they thought it was going to work more than what it has. And Andy was just going to be the running back whisper again, but we, we know what the Chiefs want to do with this offense, And it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be in Patrick Mahomes' hands. And, you know, they're not going to relinquish that. Now's the season where – and it seems like what has been the thoughts of this team and what a lot of people in the media are talking about was, oh, well, Tyreek Hill is not here anymore. So what does Patrick Mahomes look like without Tyreek
1: Hill? Oh, Mahomes go is a really good
0: quarterback. You're in no, the I'm fan just saying.
1: Club. I'm letting you go first. You're in the fan club. How do you think he looks without him?
0: I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a really, really good NFL quarterback. I don't I don't think that he made Tyreek Hill, and I don't think Tyreek Hill made him. I thought that it was a great combo that was together. It's like macaroni and cheese and yams. Like macaroni and cheese by itself is really good. Yams, really good by themselves. You put them together in that Thanksgiving plate, and oh, my gosh, you have a Super Bowl winning pair. I don't think either one of them is bad by themselves. I think Tyreek Hill will be fine in, in Miami, and I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to do his thing. He has options to get the ball to. He has speedsters that will go downfield, and he has always Travis Kelsey. He has that blanket, that really, really good player. When you add that, Juju Schuster, I still think, is a very good quarterback. Now, fantasy-wise, am I touching those receivers season-long? Uh, probably not because I, I don't want to be the person that has to be sitting here trying to tell you which one is going to go off. Now I'll do that on another podcast and try to tell you which one is going to go off every single week and we'll see how many times I'm right. But I think it's a dartboard on which receiver goes off. I just think Patrick Mahomes is good enough to spread the ball and get around everybody. I think this Chiefs team is going to be good. I, I, I still think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be the same Chiefs team we have. And if they don't win the division, it's because – you have a Denver team that is really, really good as well. And it's going to be like picking, like pulling teeth.
1: So I am going to talk about the other side of the ball for a second. What are your thoughts on the defense? Because at first glance, I don't think it looks very good.
0: I think the defense has been exactly, you know, what they've always been a average pass defense that really struggles against the run. I mean, that's how you beat the team for the, this team for the past few years. You run the ball, control the clock. Because the Chiefs can't stop the run. They were 22nd in DVOA in 2020 and 24th in DVOA last year. I mean, it they've always had a really good offense and not necessarily the best defense. And so I'm just thinking that this is like a middle of the road, maybe closer to the end defense. I, I don't expect anything special out of the defense at all.
1: I think the secondary is brutal. McDuffie could be really good, though, so maybe he can give him a spark, but I'm going through the guys on the secondary, and I am not impressed. You have Fenton, you have Thornhill, you have Reed, McDuffie, and Sneed. Mm -hmm. Do you really like any of those guys?
0: Individually, not really.
1: Do you like the linebacking core with Willie Gay and Nick Bolton? Because I don't like them
0: either. No, I've never been... I've never been a fan of this defense. And that's why that we're not talking about well, they were talking about it at one point, but the reason that we're not talking about it even more of a dynasty is because they've had the inability to send out a competent defense year after year. I think if they had a competent defense year after year, this is a multiple Super Bowl winning team already. I
1: really like the defensive line for this team when healthy. You have Dunlap, uh Naughty, you have Jones and Clark. I love mm-hmm. three of those four starters. They also got Karloftis in the draft. So they have a lot of wa- they have a lot of options at defensive line, but I question the durability concerns with Clark and Jones. Uh, Dunlap was very good with Seattle. Uh, he did a great job there, but I like the defensive line, but that's really the only thing I like about this team's defense, and I think that's going to be the team's undoing. I'm not picking them to win a Super Bowl. I'm not picking them to make it to the Super Bowl. I think this defense isn- isn't good enough. And offensively, I think this offense is going to be good, of course, because Mahomes, we know, is the most talented quarterback in the league. Do the interceptions concern you?
0: I think it does, but I've also known him. Like, he, he can bounce back. He can bounce back from him. So if he throws the interceptions, I think he's a good enough player that, all right, I may have gave them three points, a field goal, or a touchdown on an interception. I'm going to go get it back. And that's kind of, you know, he had to regress at some point with the interceptions from where he started at. And so, because it's just the chances he takes, like he takes chances. He he thinks Mm -hmm. he can make every single pass. And that's the Achilles heel of really, really good quarterbacks that are like, I can make every single pass. So when it's a questionable throw, you're like, Oh, like, how did you do that? Why did you do that? And so Luckily, they still have Eric bien and Andy Reid. I think the I just think the offense is going to click. They're going to find a way to be good, and they're going to click. Somebody's going to be really, really good out of this receiving core that's not named Travis Kelsey. Now, am I going to sit out here and be able to predict exactly 100% which one it is between the three viable options I think we have? No, but somebody's going to be really, really good. It's probably going to be Juju, but somebody's going to be really, really good.
1: That's going to kind of segue us into the actual player props for this team. But I'll start off with the basics for the overall team. Do you think they win the division?
0: I'm not betting them to win the division. I don't like the. I don't like getting it edges plus one six. Not yeah, one sixty. Playoffs but is minus two ten. Oh well, that yeah, because they're gonna make the playoffs. Right? But I would, I would just, I like the over ten and a half. I think that's locked. I think they went they win 10 games because so I think they're one two for the division. And I would play a kind of exacta between Broncos and Chiefs top two and whatever that pays out. I know they have that bet. Let me go find it. But I, I would take that rather than trying to decide which of the two between the Broncos and the Chiefs win the division. Cause I think it's really going to be splitting here between between the both of them.
1: So I am not going to bet them to win the division either. I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to fall that far off a cliff, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Broncos or the chargers end up winning the division. It wouldn't surprise me. I just think that both teams on paper are arguably better than Kansas city on mm-hmm. paper. Once again, now coaching is a different story because we know Reed's better than both guys that both yeah. coaches are available, but still yeah, my point. I am not going to pick them to win the division, but I do want to talk about player props because I'm going with the contrarian play and I kind of want your thoughts on it. It sounds like oh, I'm real p-
0: quick. That exacta for Chiefs, Broncos, any any position, top yep. two plus 230. I'll, okay. I'll go ahead and lock that in.
1: What is Broncos Chargers?
0: Broncos Chargers is four to one.
1: That's not enough for me, but okay.
0: I was just, I was just asking.
1: I was curious. No. If it was like six to one, I would have considered it, but okay. Uh, my first player prop is going to be a bit controversial and it's going to make it sound like I've lost my damn mind. I like the under on Travis Kelsey at 1100 and a half yards. Okay. And to go through the recent years, we know that Kelsey has been a lunatic. I'm not going to pretend that he hasn't been the best, most productive tight end for the last.
0: This is giving Max Kellerman, by the way,
1: five, 10 years. Just, just hear me out here. (laughs) So to go through the recent years, uh, 2016, he had Mm 1125. 2017, he had 1038. And then Mm -hmm. he's had at least 11-25 Eleven twenty-five in each of the last four years. However, he had 11 last year. And we talk about what the game plan defensively is to try to match up with Kansas City. And it seemed like halfway through the year, they ended up reaching this bracket coverage on Kelsey. And they were trying to come up with a great system. And it worked. Kansas City's offense wasn't great. But if mm-hmm. you're asking what pivots the defenses are going to make against Kansas City... Aren't you just going to dare Valdez, Scantling, and Juju and people to beat you? I don't know how Kelsey does not get doubled or at least shadowed almost every game of the season. Wouldn't you try to shadow him, too, with all those questionable wide receivers you have? I mean, you don't have Hill who's going to take attention away. So I like the under because Kelsey only went over by 25 yards last year, Mm -hmm. and now he's going (laughs) to get more attention. So if you want to go contrarian, it might seem a little low. No, it's definitely contrarian.
0: That is 100% I think it's contrarian. low for a
1: reason. I'm actually leaning to the under. I, I think that Kelsey's going to take a ton of attention, and I think that's going to result in some of the other guys doing well. All I know is if I was trying to come up with a defensive game plan, I'm not letting Kelsey go for nine catches 120 yards. I'll let Juju do that. I'm not letting Kelsey do that. So I'm leaning to the under there. I think it's relatively trappy. Yeah. Do you think I'm an idiot or do you think I'm onto something?
0: Nah, I definitely think you're an idiot. OK, sure. fair enough. But <laughs> I'm just asking. Nah, throw it out there. There's a there's a lot of places that I'm a, but I always expect like I always respect villainy, so I respect it. There's a lot of po- places where I choose villainy and love to go contrarian. I'm not doing it with Shadows Kelsey. Though. I'm <laughs> taking a stance, though. I think. I think Yeah, I think yeah no, I know. No. And I'm definitely I'm I'm here on the sideline and I'm going to watch you and if you cash, I will be right there clapping it up for you. But I, I don't think I'm, I'm calling out, you know, Travis Kelsey just yet. It's just, it's so much consistent.
1: I'm not calling him out. I think he's so
0: good that other defenses, will yeah, are going to account respect- for him. And I think even when they account for him, he still finds ways to make it work. He, that man's really, really good at football. So.
1: I just think Tyree
0: Kill helped. Yeah. Oh, he definitely did. 100. So. All right. You have any props? Yes. Let me – do I really have any props?
1: I see. How I would, go, I would go with
0: yeah. – So, uh, it's kind of picking off of you. I didn't – I wasn't with yards. I was looking more at receptions.
1: Okay.
0: I just thought he was all – like, if there's ever a situation – because if there was ever a situation where Patrick Mahomes needed to get the ball out and get it to somebody, it was like, all right, Kelsey Hill, Kelsey Hill, Kelsey Hill. I think that – even though, and you know, you might not get the yardage, but I think the, the reception count is always gonna be there for Travis Kelsey. I can't find it though. Well, can I find it? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it said 90 and a half. I think he I'm still he had 92 still last year. Yeah. And now Tyreek Hill's not gone. You lost all those targets. They're still gonna go to Kelsey. Whether they close it up and he's not able to get them big explosive plays that he was. That we'll see what defenses do, but I still think that the target count will be there, and it's going to go up. So, yeah, I'm still with Kelsey. I think I like his over receptions, 90 and a half at There's, minus 120.
1: There is another prop I am looking at. It is hilarious. Uh Under in rushing yards is about 700 and a half, which mm-hmm. sounds a bit low for a starting running back until you remember how many actual capable running backs the Chiefs have. It's 650 and a half on another book. So you're saving 50 yards. But Hilarion's been injured frequently. And I'm going to read off the depth chart once again and who they have. They have Hilarion. They have McKinnon. They have Pacheco. They have Ronald Jones. And they also have Derek Gore. Now, I'm not sure how many of those guys they keep. Derek Gore is still the
0: elite? Derek Gore. Oh, it was Derek Gore. Oh, man. I Derek thought you Gore, said Derek no. Ward. Gore had moments. What? At,
1: what? Gore had moments at the end of the la- of last year. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But yeah. No,
0: no, no. I thought you said is, Derek Ward. Oh, my God. Hilaire's
1: like, what? technically the starter, but what is that, a four running back committee? Like, that's a ton of capable running backs who could fill in for Hilaire. Not even a ton. Let's just talk about Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones could
0: potentially be the starter at one point.
1: And he also might be running back four on the team. Like, that's the point. I I don't think Hilarion's going to get much run because I don't think he's very good. And 700 and a half, he's not going to get any short yardage work because that's why they got Ronald Jones. Pacheco's been great in camp. We've seen McKinnon be a nice third down back. I don't know what opportunities Hilarion's actually going to have unless he breaks it. He just goes off in the first couple weeks. And I'm going to go with the under. I think 700 and a half is too high.
0: Yeah, I'm with like, you like an under on E layer for sure. CEH under 700 and a half, like that as well. Uh Patrick Mahomes MVP bets are just hard for me. I don't I don't know. I just
1: I'm not taking anything. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I just think that at this point they're like, all right, like he has to do something more incredible than what he already does for them to give him an MVP. And I don't know. I don't think he I think that he's he's Gotten out of the good graces of voters by being that good. Shout out to the Patrick Mahomes fan club. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else I really, really, really interested in.
1: Do you want to make a case for Andy Reid, coach of the year at like 22 to 1?
0: Mm, I mean, the case is that they're the best team in the league. I just think the division's
1: too tough. I don't think the record's going to be good enough.
0: And I think, I guess that kind of goes into the case. Like, if you think Andy Reid is going to be coach of the year, he has to dominate this division.
1: <laughs> the Chiefs have to win like 13 games from division. Yeah. He has to,
0: he year. has to dominate this division. They have to finish number one and he's coach of the year. Yeah. Because how did you dominate it? Like, how did you get to a number one being the AFC West? Well, it's because you dominated all those good teams in the AFC West. Mm hmm. Most regular season wins, eight to one. Nah, I would have liked a little bit more value on that. Not really. It's a division.
1: They're going to kill each other.
0: Yeah. That's really, and that's ultimately what I think it is. And I'm actually not even on the Chiefs to win Super Bowl this year. I like the Ravens more. I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens as the best team in in the AFC and uh, NFL, to be honest. Let's see. All right. Before we get into our best bets for this division, got to get us paid one more time. Talk to you about Babbel, because for most of us learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly the high point in our academic careers. It really wasn't for me, especially, you know, I'll tell you right now, I took five years of French from middle school to high school, and I couldn't recite you anything. But Babbel is a great way, a language app where you can have 15 minute lessons and you can use it on the go. And it's super, super easy for you to be able to learn a new language. So whether you're just doing it for fun, connecting with a family member, or anything like that's happened with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. And, you know, their speech recognition can help you improve your accent and your pronunciation. So so right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash SGP. That's babble.com, so SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babble, the language for life. We're also brought to you by Lace. The start of the NFL season is here, and they are the best place to get your stats. Look, they are the official uh, statisticians of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL and one of the most trusted plays where you can get player news and league validated player stats, records, expert game analysis. So if you're a competitive sports better, I know you got to be because you're listening to this podcast. This is going to give you the step up you need. So take my advice, download the latest game plan app. Now new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL seasons around the corner. Don't wait. Find Elias game plan in the app store. That's E-L-I-A-S in the app store, Google play store. Shout out to Android users, even though it's seen my phone all day. All right, Scott, let's get into some best bets. Lock and dog or any type of dog, any type of plus money play, any type of play for the lock. It for me, I think my lock is just going to be the Broncos over 10. I just think the Broncos is going to be a good team. We keep talking about their quarterback away, and I like them in Hackett. So, yeah, I'm Broncos over 10. That's my lock.
1: That I can only good. judge it personality-wise, but so I like what Hackett has to say. I think he sounds yeah. extremely intelligent in press conferences. I yeah.
0: like what I hear. I'll take my chances. My dog, I thought of just giving out a regular dog, but... I don't know, man. Brandon Staley is really not good to me. Give me that. Give me that. Let me look up updated odds and make, say, see if that line is. You're changed. really going first 60, coach 60, fired 61. as your dog. Okay. Yeah, I'm going first coach fired as my dog. I'm I'm going with it. I think that is because I think that there is a world possibility where this team starts off really slow, loses to a couple of those bad teams, and it, they just get up, they just ditched this horse. They just ditch the horse very very quickly. I'll give out another. I'll give out another play as my dog. I'm not gonna just leave it at a six six to one. So I'll give out another play as my dog. But that's yeah, yeah. First coach fired. Brandon Staley. That throw that into the pot. Just sprinkle a little bit on it. I I don't know. I think he could be up there.
1: So do you want me to go? Or are you trying to find another one?
0: Uh no no I'll go no I got another dog okay we can go with that exacta for the Broncos Chiefs one and two any order plus two thirty okay. So,
1: do you want to make a case for that? No, no, it's over to you. It's over to you. Okay, so for my lock in this one, I'm also going to pick the Broncos. However, I'm going to go with something a little bit different, a little bit safer in my opinion. I'm going to take the Broncos to make the playoffs at minus 145. Okay. I think that they could even potentially make the playoffs with nine wins. We'll see how competitive the AFC is going to be, but I think they should get to 10. So I'll go with the playoffs for the Broncos. I like that team. And for my dog, I'm also going to fade the Chargers, but I'm just going to go with the win total. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take the Chargers wins under 10 at plus 120. And right. They could finish with 10 ceiling, but they might go over. I'll take my chances. They do have a really tough stretch midseason. I think 10 is a little bit much. I'll go with the under at plus money.
0: See, we're, we're on the same page about this Chargers team. They're gonna they're gonna start off so bad that Brandon Stale is gonna get fired in like week five or six. I love this team on paper, rest season.
1: but I, I can't trust Staley. And I don't trust the health of the defensive line because Bosa and Mac are
0: really good. They're both never healthy. I gotta find a bet that just says Brandon Staley gets fired this season. Doesn't have to be your first coach, but he just I'm pretty sure that's still gonna be at plus money. Yeah, we'll but, hit up we'll hit up our guys at win bet. Oh yeah, and you know, knock down doors. I'm going, on, I'm going, I'm going there later, uh, NFL week one. So we can go knock down doors and, you know, start, get, get the best people want. This is the best that the people want. They want a Brandon Staley to get fired bet at plus money. Let's go. All right. Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here? That's the end of our division preview.
1: Uh, not really. i uh, looking forward to going through actual games in the upcoming weeks, which should be fun. Besides that, do we have any other preseason uh, future episodes?
0: i'm not even sure might do some dfs stuff on the sgp and fantasy football podcast well that we're definitely doing uh um, yeah. i like the plug there i meant for
1: the actual nfl show i wasn't i'm not sure if we're doing any award breakdowns or stuff like that which could be fun we'll see yeah, either we'll way see. point is we got a lot of nfl stuff we did the dfs You'll see us all season yeah all season either in football fantasy football wnba I'm also doing tennis. We got NBA, a lot of stuff, a lot of fun. College football.
0: yeah. Good times all around. Let the good times roll. We are here. NFL National Football League. Super excited. Make sure you subscribe. If you're not already subscribed, if you're catching this on the main feed, make sure you go subscribe. We have our own feed. NFL Gambling Podcast. Get the information from us on Twitter at NFL. He's at Ryshell Radio. Matt really real underscore underscore. Make sure you hop into that Discord channel, SG.p Slash Discord. And make sure you are playing our Run Your Pool. So, our Survivor Series contest where you can get $500 cash and a $250 SGP gift card. Play.runyourpool.com slash SGP. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGP for you to tap into that contest. Other than that, yeah that's it that's the end of the podcast and I don't know how many podcasts I'm just telling you that's the end so you know that this is the end and we out of here